great week. I will say that Donna, I, I, I think, expressed well that uh, our workers by Thursday were walking around kind of zombified. Uh, it's an exhausting week, but one of the things that this year's theme was um, when life is scary, God is when life is hard, God is the kids learn that no matter what the circumstances are, God is good. And in the, as they heard the stories, they heard about the children of Israel who were up against the Red Sea. God had led them out after they had watched ten plagues. All of those plagues had to do with the gods that the, the Exodus, the people of, of the uh, Egypt, worshipped. They worshipped frogs. God said, you like frogs? I'm going to give you frogs. They worshipped the sun, and God said, I am more powerful than the sun. We'll blot it out. And so he had showed the children of Israel, more so than the Egyptians, that he was more powerful than all the gods that they had, all those fake gods that they were following. And so God leads them. They didn't just wander around and end up against the Red Sea. They were led up against the Red Sea where they have Pharaoh's army on one side and a sea on the other, and there was nothing that they could do on their own. They couldn't cross that sea on their own. And God did that on purpose so that as they stepped off from being slaves, remember we, we studied how they made bricks, we saw how they were slaves. God was taking them from being slaves to when they established, got to Israel, they became a nation that would serve him. And so all of the things that he did during that time period was an object lesson so that they would learn not to be slaves anymore. And so as Donna pointed out, the fact that they crossed that Red Sea that they couldn't do on their own is a picture of our salvation. I, had to, I was Pharaoh on Pharaoh. Now you saw some pictures of, uh, of the kids throwing frogs at me. So I got to wear my headdress and be Pharaoh for, for the kids. And ten times they would say, let my people go. Do you all remember when we did that? Yeah. Ten times they would say, let my people go. And what was my line? No. no. I loved being Pharaoh because I had a very short set of, of lines that I had to learn. Because Pharaoh said one thing, No. But the, I had something that happened that was really telling. Ten times they said, let my people go. And I'd say, no. And then they'd, they would throw frogs at me. And we saw hail. And we saw locusts. And we saw gnats. And we saw flies. And we saw after the last plague. And I walked out as Pharaoh and said, get out of my country. Every group that I had, one of the kids would say, no. <laughs> now, doesn't that show the human heart? We want what we want. And we don't even think about what we want. We just don't want somebody else to tell us what to do. So as I was portraying Pharaoh, when they wanted to leave, I'm saying no. But when I told him to get out, you can't tell me what to do. No, I'm not leaving. And, and you want to stop every time and go, okay, you idiot. We, we, you just told me you wanted to leave. Think about this. But doesn't that show the human heart? We are bound and tied to do what we want to do. And so just as we have that picture of the children crossing the Red Sea, where God split the Red Sea, we have to be saved from ourselves. God has had to make a way. On our own, there was no way that we were going to follow him. On our own, we have no hope. But God made a way. He sent his son. And Moses 
prayed after they, he sang after they, they crossed the Red Sea. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies. You have led in your steadfast love the people who you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. So you would think after these people were up against the sea that God split and they walked across on dry land that they would got, have it, right? You would think that they would have their act together. They'd know exactly that God is the one in control. God is the one who did things. But we learned they didn't get it, did they? They went to the wilderness and they still questioned God over and over and over and over and over and over to the point that Moses himself, their leader, was saying, Oh, for the love. That's the Tom translation. And you know, I read that story, and as I was thinking about that story, as, as you guys were learning it, I kept thinking, those people are just dumb. They're just stupid. And then I think about how in my own life, God saved a redneck from Gadsden, Alabama, that didn't have any right to be saved. God did a miracle in that he took a dead man in me and made him alive. And yet in my Christian walk, how often, whether it's sin in my life, whether it's an insurance bill that I don't know how I'm going to pay, whether it's just day-to-day life that feels like it's wearing you down, how often do we in our Christian walk say, God, you had all that other stuff, but you ain't got this one. Over and over and over again, we wonder whether or not God's got this. And the kids' little mantra that they learn, that when life is scary, God is good. when life is hard, God is good. when life is wild, God is good. you know, it would do us to kind of live our lives in the same way, wouldn't it? When, well, let's hope you're not eaten by a lion. But if you are eaten by a lion, God is good. <laughs> because if you know him, you, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So... As I leave you guys, and and I appreciate the time that you've spent watching the kids, I want you as believers to know that this isn't just a childlike sing-song thing for us to do. If we as Christians could get this down, it would revolutionize how we live our lives. That God is in control, and God is good. doesn't mean that everything that happens in your life is going to be fun and good, but God knows what he's doing. And he is trying to teach us, who were formerly slaves to sin, He's trying to teach us how to not be slaves anymore and to be citizens of his kingdom. Father God, I pray as we come to this time of invitation, as we come to this time where we sing and close out this day, Lord, that you would let us go out from here knowing that you're good. All the idols that we build in our life, you're so much greater than they are. God, I pray that you would help us to keep our eyes on you and who you are and what you're doing. Lord, I do pray that all the seeds that were planted in the lives of these kids this week, Lord, that they would grow into mighty warriors for your kingdom. That these kids would hold tight to the truth that God is good. Lord, we love you and we thank you for all that you've done for us in Jesus' name. Amen.